0: Nick, you obviously this offseason took uh, a leadership role in, in a lot of things, whether it be the football team or, or standing up with the Pac-12 voices and different things like that. What what do you feel like your role has been and how do you think that's been able to help uh, uh, the football team this year?
1: Uh, I'd say it's been exactly that. Basically, um, just help me out any way uh, that's possible, whether it be on or off the field. Um, all the way from being just a leadership within the offensive line room or offering myself to anybody who's on the team, as well as, uh, you know, just my brothers around the Pac-12 to make sure that they come out healthy from the season. And, you know, we play with the least risk.
2: Next is uh, Trevor Allen, followed by Josh Newman, Salt Lake Tribune. Hey, Nick, how are you? Good, how are you?
1: Doing good. Good. I mean, obviously a lot of, of what has been talked about is the O-line and how deep and how strong it is. How are you guys looking in camp? And uh, and do, do you like being at, at tackle or, or do you want to be more as a guard? Um, the Yeah, the O-line, like you said, is, there's there's a lot of depth to it. Um, Everyone who could play, everyone who's in the, whatever, 10-D, 15-D, 20-D, we're all capable of playing. Um, you look at guys like Jaron Kumpf, who just came in and he's, you know, an excellent player, very strong and everything. And same thing with Bam Sonny, and um, Satao Lomea. And, you know, we have the familiar faces, me, Braden, Orlando, Semi. Um, it's, it's really exciting. Um, and what was the second question? You've, you've been uh, playing tackle from what it, from what it, it says on the, the depth oh. chart. Do you, do you like playing tackle or, or would you rather be uh, playing guard? I like playing on the field. I like hitting people. So, I mean, it don't really matter where I'm at, just as long as I go ahead and get to hit somebody. Um, I'm quick enough to be able to go outside, and I'm strong enough to be able to go inside. So, wherever they want to put me, you know, feel bad for other guys.
2: Next is Josh Newman, followed by Dirk Facer of the Deseret News. Hey, good morning, Nick. How are you? Good morning. Good. You? I'm, I'm well. Thanks. Um, just to follow up on what Trevor said, you know, the level of versatility that you're bringing to the table, just in terms of, you know, you can play tackle, you can kick back inside. How how difficult is it to have that level of versatility at this level of, of college football?
1: Um, I wouldn't say it's necessarily something I focus on as difficult. Um, it's been something I focused on since I was young, um, being able just to play whatever the coaches need for the team and, I mean, that's really just the moral of that story. It's just knowing when you got to switch your footwork a certain way and being able to understand the playbook to the point to where you know what everyone's doing on every single play. So, I mean, as long as you know what you're doing, when you're doing
2: you'll be all right. Next is Dirk Facer, followed by Steve Bartle of Ute Zone. Morning, Nick. How are you? Good, you? Good, thanks. Hey,
1: let me ask you about the challenges of playing left tackle, uh, the blind side, talking about what a
0: tough spot that is and How is losing Darren – I mean, he only lost really one big key contributor, but how big of a void did he leave? Um,
1: He left a – you know, he left a big void, but at the same time, you know, I'm I'm able to replace that. Um, Just just like a lot of people say, this program uh, reloads. We don't really restock. So, I mean, you know, Darren was just one bullet in the chamber ahead of me. So, you know, next thing you know, I'm up. I don't really see it as pressure. I mean – it's just just me playing out there. Uh, if you if you start seeing it as pressure and you start getting in your head, you know it's gonna it's gonna be wind up being bad for you. Um, so you know everyone saying, oh, what about this pressure, that pressure? It really doesn't bother me. I'm just playing football. I understand that it's the blind side and everything, but I mean, you know, that's that's just a psychological game. But I know that my psychological and physical game is on par.
0: And Nick, is that position – you played all the positions, but is that position
2: vastly different than other offensive line positions?
1: Uh, I'd say um, a little bit. Um, I mean, you got center, of course, snapping the ball. That's very different. Um, the guards, the guards are slightly different, not really. And then it really gets different when you get out to the edges, that tackle um, a lot of footwork and fundamental changes and whatnot. Um, I would say the, the biggest difference is uh, just the amount of people, you know, saying, oh, or, do you feel pressured or do you feel, you know, whatever it is just because you're that blindside guy. Um, so it's just a lot more notoriety to be on the left side. But I feel like it's the exact same playing style as I did on the right. So I should be able to perform the same way I get did against Dub and BYU and be all right.
2: all right. Hey, have a good day. Thank you. Thank you. Steve Bartle, followed by Josh Furlong, kslsports.com.
0: Good morning, Nick. My guy, Steve. <laughs> so I, I want to ask you about your offseason and, and what you focused on, you know, through all those months um, away from the program. What was your what was your focus uh, to improve and, and what did you do to, to get better this offseason? Um, so I've kind of
1: focused in two different ways I focus one as an individual and then I focus as well as like a teammate and a leader, um, from, you know, a teammate and leader perspective, I made sure that all my guys, you know, were safe in the, you know, bad times and the you know, pandemic that's happening around the world, you know, calling people, making sure they're all right, their families are right. If they need anything, you know, just make myself available to them. Um, and then as an individual, um, I say mainly just my hands and then just my knee bend, um, there's a couple times last year I had gotten in trouble for that, just playing a little too high or having my hands outside. So I did a lot of, you know, hand IQ stuff and uh, I'm really flexible, but just working on moving wall down and stuff. So
2: my pad level and handwork has improved a lot. Next, we'll go to Josh Furlong followed by Josh Newman of the Salt Lake Tribune. Nick, your group
0: obviously brings back a, a ton of guys. There's a lot of depth there, a lot of experience. But what are you able to do as an offensive line, maybe more than other positions, groups to kind of uh, allow that communication and that that um, camaraderie to work so that you can work together in the season? And how does that work also with, with bringing in new quarterbacks and trying to get that relationship? Um, I'd say bring back everyone and the camaraderie
1: and stuff. is It's just fun, first off um you know everyone knows how to work with each other and it's a really easy time we know how to joke we don't want to take things serious so you know it's, it takes a lot of um fun into it and also you know from an educational standpoint you know we could all help each other and trust each other and uh for the point of talking about quarterbacks it's um i'm sure it's a confidence booster for them knowing that uh you know they have an experienced offensive line in front of them and you know sometimes in the huddle you know we gotta say hello, like so not even just the quarterbacks, but the receivers and everything, like lock in and you know really focus on certain things because the offensive line is taking it upon themselves this year because we have the most experience to just make sure that you know we're running the show because the offensive line performed well last year and you know we're going to perform to the same standards this year and that you know we're going to make sure that our team is brought up to those standards. Josh
2: Newman, followed by Trevor Allen of KSL.com. Nick, you guys are in a position right now on campus where you're going through daily testing, uh, st- you know, strict medical protocols every day. H- how, how confident and optimistic have you felt kind of throughout that daily process that, you know, that things are safe and that the athletic department is really doing everything they can to keep you guys safe?
1: Uh, I feel really confident. I mean, just before this interview, I came up from getting tested. Um, you know, they're making sure that we're all safe. Um, if If someone gets sick, you know, by all God, You know, pray to God that they don't, Um, you know, they take the right uh, procedures and, you know, letting people know who got sick and saying, um, you know, we're working with uh, the tracing department and a whole bunch of things. Um, So they have they have a really good system to prevent people getting sick from our social distancing and meetings to even in the cafeteria being handled a different way. Literally every single aspect of just being near the facility is different. Um, so I know for a fact that, you know, if someone were to get sick, it's not from the facility because they're taking so many precautions, whether it's, you know, the sanitization or all the social distancing and then the testing. So, you know, I have full faith in uh, the medical staff here in the athletic department that's, you know, in charge of everything.
2: Thanks, Nick. Our last two will come from Trevor Allen, followed by Josh Furlong, KSLSports.com.
1: Nick, I, I wanted to get your thoughts on on a guy last year who really came onto the scene, and that was uh, Simi Mawala. Um, he's a guy who came off of the D-line, um, coming coming straight over to the O-line and really, you know, burst onto the scene at, at, at that right tackle spot. Just talk about his strides of what he made and how he was able to, to get uh, that, that starting spot so quickly. Um, he made a lot of strides. You know, he he's a real good man. He's probably one of my close friends. No, it is one of my close friends off the field. Um, you know, at first it was difficult for um him. You know, just never playing offensive line, not knowing terminology, football, anything. Um, but he's a really determined individual, and um, so in, in the start of the season, really, um, you know, I tell him even during the games, like tell him the calls and everything, just for a tackle because. It was more, he he could do it from a physical standpoint, but he didn't have the intelligence of a offensive lineman standpoint yet. And um, throughout the season, his intelligence grew and grew and grew. And by, you know, halfway through the season, he started making his own calls. And then later in the season, you know, he started coming to the line and making calls before I could give it to him. So, you know, it just shows that his character came through and, you know, he persevered and learned what he had to learn and, yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a good partner to work with. And he wound up, you know, being very smart. Even now, me and him still do extra film study and everything. And um, he's gone from not knowing anything and me having to tell him everything to him questioning me things that are way more complicated. And we're having good conversation. And I have full faith of him on the field.
2: Our final question for Nick Ford will come from Josh Furlong.
0: Nick, not not football-related necessarily, but how important is it to you and the teammates to to have the NCAA and, and Utah specifically working to kind of get out the vote and be in, in front of a lot of the social movements that, that have gone on over the summer. Mm, are you talking about like the March and everything like that? Yeah. And then just trying to get all these athletes to, to make sure they're registered to vote. Um, and, you know, I think it's
1: very important, um, especially not, not only for us um, because we have a, a good platform where we can inspire and, you know, create, and that's that's really what football can be used for is to inspire and create change. Um, I think the most beneficial factor of that was, you know, making sure that everyone on every team was able to get out, vote, um, realize that they have a voice and realize that they could do things and inspire change. Um, and I think it's going to go a long way for even the younger generations, because, you know. Like me personally, I go and volunteer at a school and you know, do a whole bunch of things outside of football and now these kids are seeing me on a different platform and it's not only for football, it's, it's for something greater than that and it may inspire them to grow up and you never know. Even though I may be doing something small right now, I might inspire the next MLK. So.